What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, and happy 2019 as the year is coming to an end. Happy 2019? Yeah, the year's coming to an end. I hope everybody had a good 2019. Um, You're listening to this on December 31st, 2019, the last day of the year. My name is Kyler Durham. Sitting across from me is Aaron Cross. This podcast is brought to you by iFilm Cinema, which is cinema for everyone. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, Aaron? Nothing much. This is the last day of the year. Yeah. So basically, whoever listens to this, this will be the last thing they hear before they go out and party and get drunk. Hopefully. Man, that's crazy. You know what I really hope, actually? This sounds awful. Okay. It's going to happen anyway. Okay. So I already know it. I hope that when you when your stupid drunk ass is driving home and you made really poor choices You're at talking the end. to me specifically? No, I'm talking oh, to people okay. listening. Okay. When you made really ill choices and decided to, to drink and drive. Yeah. I hope that you just turn this on. It relaxes you. You listen to my voice and you make it home okay and you realize you're an idiot and you don't ever drink and drive again. There you go. You know how many drunk drivers are out on certain holidays? A lot. A lot. Like New Year's. A lot, a lot. I saw a bunch whenever I was on my way to my dad's for Christmas. Really? Yeah. It was What's the most... Oh, this is an awful topic. What's the most drunk driving holiday? Probably 4th of July or Halloween? Ooh. Halloween's a lot of... I went to a Halloween party this St. year. St. Patrick's Day. Really? Labor Day? Maybe. St. Pa- I mean, what do you... St. Patrick's Day is... Like, go out, come buy dollar green beer at your bar. Look, that's the whole... What's... The gist of it. What am I thinking of? What, what holiday is in, like, September? Everybody goes to the lake uh, around here. Memorial Day? Is it Memorial Day or is it Labor Day? What's Labor Day? When's Labor Day? No idea. Me either. It's one of those where people go out to the lake around here and get drunk and act like idiots. Oh, okay. I don't partake in that activity. No, not really. I'm about to offend people. I'm not a redneck. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, um... Peyton, we're talking to you. <laughs> so, um, I was talking to, uh, shout out Hayden Johnson. I was okay. talking to Hayden Johnson, and I sent you the Snapchat. You know what I'm talking about. I think so, I yeah. sent you the Snapchat. I sent Hayden, Brittany, Garrett, uh, Tyler Stevenson, um, Trey Bowen, a couple other people. So, I'm listening to The Herd the other day, and Doug Gottlieb. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know what And Doug Gottlieb's yeah. on The Herd. And when he is filling in for Colin Cowherd, his intro, which... It's not trademarked, so I can use it. Okay. His intro is, what up, welcome in. That's okay. his intro. Just when he spills in there, his intro on his other show is like, what's going on, guys, or something like that. So I sent it to y'all. Hayden replies, because I said, where I steal my intro from. Yeah. Yeah, and I mouthed it as he said it. So I thought I stole it from Doug Golly. I didn't. Okay. I stole it from a radio station called Bad Radio. Doug Gottley took it from them. Huh. I've never heard of it. Hayden said it's his second favorite radio station, probably probably behind the ticket. He likes the ticket, which it's a very good radio station. Okay. You know what the ticket is, right? Yes. 90, was it 96.7? I think so. It's very good. I yes, like yeah. But apparently my intro that y'all hear every single, or every single, twice a week is yep. stolen, which I've already said that it was stolen, but I didn't know where it came from. Mm. I thought it was just... You found Doug, the source. Yeah, I thought it was Doug Gottlieb, okay. but I heard it was bad radio, which I'm going to have to... And, I'm going to have to check it out. And Hayden said it's a long intro. So look that up. Just look up a bad radio thing and see if you can find bad radio intro. Because Hayden said it's kind of long. But, yeah, I'm a I'm a bit biter. I'm a thief. Nothing's original here. I steal everything. Okay, then. Just like I stole Britney's heart. Okay. Just, just like I stole hearts. Stole Britney's heart. What did you do on Christmas, sir? Well, that's a topic later down here, but we'll go ahead and talk about it. Why not? Christmas was... We gotta follow it. My God, Christmas... Jump up and down. Who cares? Go all over the place. Christmas was a ride. I'll tell you that. So, first, I drove to Wichita Falls with Brittany to go to see my Uncle Mark, my mom's brother, and all my mom's family was there, and that was um, not last weekend, but the weekend before, so like the 20, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, that weekend. Yes. Ish, whatever it was, 19, 20, 24, I don't know. So we go and do that, did a gift exchange, um, came back, and then uh, Christmas Eve, I went over to Brittany's Nana, 
Nana's house, which her Nana's amazing. Okay. She's the sweetest woman in the world. Okay. So went over there with uh, Brittany's Nana, her Aunt Sissy, and her mom, and then Steele and Silas and Brittany. And the boys opened presents, and um, her Nana got me one of those cups, you know, like the um, cups that keep stuff hot and keep stuff cold. Yes. Like a really nice, yeah. So the boys opened their presents. Then um, Christmas Day... Um, Brittany's mom, Candy, she came over to the house. My mom and David came over to our house, and Corey and his girlfriend, Ricky, they came over to the house, and they opened their presents from us, and then my mom opened their present from Candy, and the boys opened all of their presents, which they got. They had a great Christmas. They had an amazing Christmas. They got so much, so many toys, Toy Story 4 stuff, PJ Masks stuff, Spider-Man, Batman all sorts of stuff. Nice. Then nice. we went over to my mom's where they the boys opened more of their stuff. Had breakfast over there on Christmas Day. Then Brittany and I went to my grandparents' house in Bells, <clears throat> did our gift exchange, saw on my dad's side of the family, saw my uh, my Uncle Kent and my Aunt Gracie, my grandparents, my cousins and stuff. And, and then to finish off the Christmas Day night, yep. we came over here to my dad's, Brittany and I, and um, she opened her present for my dad, and Ricky opened her present for my dad. And then uh, my dad told me, my my brother and I, that he didn't get us anything. Okay. No, he said that he he got his stuff. It's just not here yet. Nice. So tomorrow, it's no Sunday, the uh, the first. Yeah. No. What the hell's tomorrow? Oh. Well, we record these early. Yeah. <laughs> this is the 28th. So the 29th, which would be Sunday, December 29th, which will be tomorrow, we're recording this on December 28th. Yes. Um, I'm going to my mom's, and we're doing my mom's side of the family, and then I'm opening gifts from her and David. But, yeah. Okay. I also got a printer this morning. Okay. <laughs> my mom gave me a printer. Like, I unwrapped it. Oh, okay. David won something at a work, a work Christmas party. He won a really nice computer. And yeah. a printer came with it, so they mailed it to his house. Well, they already have a printer that they got like three years ago. It's really, really nice, so they just gave it to me and Brittany. I can't think of the last time I printed something. We print pictures. Like, she goes to Walmart and prints pictures off her phone, but this printer prints off your phone, so we don't have to do that um, anymore. I guess that makes so. sense. Yep, that was my Christmas. Uh, everywhere. Going all over the place. You didn't yeah. do that, did you? Oh, hell no. You went to Dallas? Uh, yeah, went to my dad's um, and sat down. And Sat down. Really did nothing. Really? <laughs> Dead serious. Um, uh, I drove myself. Matthew and John John rode with each other there. We met there. Didn't know how to get in because the gate wouldn't open for us. And uh, somehow me, Matthew, and John John beat everyone else there, even though we live an hour away. Uh, so uh, we hopped on some Lime scooters and just rode around downtown Dallas <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> fun. until um, until I saw a truck that resembled my dad's and I was like, oh, I think that's my dad. And me, Matthew, and John John hopped on the scooter, followed him. Somehow he got in the gate. We tried to follow him up through the gate. We didn't make it. So we hit a Yui real quick. And then uh, we turned around and then my stepsister was there. She almost hit me. Uh, <laughs> on the scooter? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> And um, so we went inside and we asked a little bell bellhop lady. And she was we're like, "Hey, we're having a Christmas thing up there. Can you tell us what floor uh, room thirteen something is on?" She was like, "Floor 11. And I was like, "Okay, cool." So we went and did that, and uh, I didn't eat much because I just, for some reason, I didn't feel really well. Don't know why, but I just didn't. So I didn't want to eat and then get sick on the way home. Yeah. So, um, I had a bunch of food. I didn't. Uh, then, um, towards the end of the night, um, I was sitting out, out on the balcony looking at the beautiful skyline of Dallas, Texas on Christmas. Yeah. Um, it was up really high. It was really high up in the air. I'm not afraid of heights or anything. Neither like that, but Loving stories. a couple of, there were some people there that I've never seen in my life before. Um, and they would like walk out and look over the edge. I'm like, oh my god, it's so high. I'm like, yo, shut <laughs> oh up, god. you're stupid. Um, it's we're uh, first of all we're above. We're on the 11th floor. Two, there's a platform about four floors below us with a pool. So even if you fall, you will live. Not necessarily. Uh, it's there's no way you miss the pool. 
It's directly. What if you under hit the, the bottom bottom of the pool? It's a deep. It was a deep pool. You're okay. not hitting the bottom of. I jumped off my roof and hit the bottom of the pool. How deep is your pool out here? Six feet. Yeah, this one was eleven. Still though. Yeah, you'll hit you're the falling bottom. eleven stories. You're hit, no, you're not falling eleven stories. You're falling eleven to seven. Oh, so you're, you're falling four. You're still falling like what's that? Like fifty feet. A little less. Forty something feet. Yeah, but you'll hit the bottom. Yeah, but you won't get hurt. Depending on what you hit, like if you fall and you land on your, I mean, if you land on your back, that's gonna hurt real bad. But you'll head. live. Yeah, you'll live though. Either way it goes, you know, you're not dying from up there. The only way you're dying is if someone from one of the buildings next to us saw us out there and they had an anthrax bomb and decided to throw it, or if they sniped you, or that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting out on the on the balcony, enjoying the nice skyline. It wasn't too cold outside. It was about. I mean, up higher, it's a little bit more chilly. It's a little windier. Um, and I heard, um, Aaron, come in here. I was like, oh, Jesus, what do they want? So me, Matthew, and John John, my dad, are all standing at the edge of the, the counter. And everyone else is sort of like either sitting down or then uh, my stepsister, my other stepsister, my stepbrother, uh, my stepbrother's girlfriend, my steps, one of my stepsisters' husband, well, both of their husbands, basically, they uh, brought out this giant, like, handle of crown. Mm. They're like, we're taking shots. And John John's not old enough to drink because so, he's 20. So, But he drank anyway. No, no, he didn't. Okay, really good. But they asked Matthew if he wanted to, and he said no. And they were like, Aaron? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I knew how this was about to go anyway. Because I've had a drink with my sister before on my birthday earlier this year. So they pour, like, it's a shot glass, right? But it's one of those really long ones. Yeah. So it's basically a double. And they fill it up to like this. And I was like, okay, cool. And then Piff, my sister, she goes, Tara, fill that thing up. (laughs) He's not a child. (laughs) I was like, either way it goes, I'm going to down it and I'm not going to taste anything. It tastes like water. Ew. And, uh, it does not taste like water. It tastes like water to me. And so pour it and, you know, we, you know, do the little, the shot, cheers. I slam it on the table and throw it back and I put it down. Mine's down for like a solid second and a half before anyone else's is down. God. <laughs> they all, oh, oh God, it's yeah. rough. Oh. And then, so I walk around the corner and uh, you throw up. No, no. I walked around the corner of the counter because okay. I thought they were done. They're like, "We're doing another one." So they poured another one. I did the same thing, and uh, I set it down. And someone was like, "You all right?" And I went, "I literally didn't taste a thing." Ew, you're gross. Tasted like water. And uh, Piff, because she's the one I talked to the most out of all of them. I mean, yeah. she lived here with me for a while. She goes word for word. She goes, <laughs> she goes, he live out in the country. They drink real whiskey, but she put a real deep voice on it. Real. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not true. But <laughs> yeah. I drink moonshine. Yeah. yeah. We've had moonshine together. That was gross. Uh, I had moonshine with the dude in the video you showed me earlier. Wade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. So what happened yeah. after that? Hold yeah. on. After what? After the... Drink more. He drink whiskey in the country. Oh, um, get another shot. Uh, no, I sat down and oh, I didn't. I actually didn't sit down unless I was out on the balcony all night. Um, sat there for oh, it was, this was pretty funny. Um, earlier in the night before everyone started eating, you know they did grace or whatever. Yeah, and uh, so. <laughs> my brother Darren, my stepbrother Darren was messing with like the TV and like the YouTube app on the TV and stuff. And beforehand, he was playing music, so it was just normal like rap and stuff. Nothing too crazy, like it wasn't the baby or anything. Like talking about it was like, hoes and it was stuff. like little yachty. It was, yeah, normal, like just typical like radio rap. Okay. So my sister's kid, um, they asked him to say grace. So, he's super... Sh- I mean, he's in a room full of people. Super shy. Super shy. He's saying it, but he's saying it real quiet. So, a woman I've never met in my life, she's basically copying what he says so everyone can hear it, so she's repeating it. And all of a sudden, 
the TV just gets louder. And you just hear, oh. Oh. It was Rick Ross. Oh, no. Playing in the background while they're saying grace. Oh, God. I looked up and I looked over because I'm near the TV and I was just like. And then they finally said amen and I went. Yeah, we're listening to Rick Ross while selling grace. That's real holy. <laughs> it's real holy. But yeah, other than that, um, after they did the whole shot thing, I we talked for a little bit and um, went home. Hmm. Your grace story reminded me of something funny. Real fast, would you get? Did you get anything cool for Christmas? Um. Well, uh, Emily, that we know, yeah. Got me a pair of socks from the office from Shrew Farms. Okay, that's cool. Also, a gift card to Canes, which I've already used part of uh, because I had to go to the bank like a day ago. And my bank's in McKinney, and right across the street from Wells Fargo is a Raisin Canes. So, of course, I used a little bit of it. And I also helped because uh, it was uh, Christmas time. Uh, I was like, hey, can I use couple of like can i use the rest of it because after i got done ordering i only had like four bucks left on it yeah so that's not enough to pay for a meal for next time so i just used it on the car behind me so there's not cheaper um i got that uh the emily we know got me that she got me a couple other things too um then emily from starbucks got me um a so last year she got me a copy like a manuscript of yeah, the, yeah. a Clockwork Orange signed, signed by Stanley Kubrick and Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, we talked about that. Then for my birthday she got me a pop figure of Alex from a Clockwork Orange, yeah. who was played by Malcolm McDowell, and this pop figure is signed by Malcolm McDowell. That's pretty cool. Then this Christmas, she was like, "Well, I can't buy any more Clockwork Orange stuff, but I can. Well, that's your favorite movie, so I'm gonna switch it to your favorite TV show of all time." She said, "Walking Dead," which is The Walking Dead. So she got the manuscript of the pilot episode, season one, episode one of The Walking Dead. That's cool. Signed by Andrew Lincoln, aka Rick. Yep. Stephen Young, aka Glenn. Mm-hmm. Norman Reedus, aka uh, Daryl. Chandler Riggs, Carl. Uh-huh. Um, Sarah something, I think that's her name, which is Lori. Yeah. Shane Berthall. I mean, John Berthall. Yeah, John Berthall. Shane. Uh, the guy that played Dale. What's his name? I like Dale. Yeah, Dale was, was a cool. good character. And, uh, kill him. And um, the uh, woman who plays Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. all of them. That's it awesome. It also came with a bunch of other stuff because the dude shipped it late. So all my keys over here behind me, it has a... A little like keychain thing of the first edition of the a copy of just like a picture of the first comic book issue and the second comic book issue. Yeah, came with um, miniature season posters. So like the season four poster of The Walking Dead was Carl and Rick mm-hmm. on the on the train tracks, and it's signed by Andrew Lincoln and Chandler Riggs. So I got a bunch of like signed Walking Dead. That's cool. So she got yeah. like a thousand dollars worth of stuff. That's <laughs> <was> pretty sick. <laughs> I got um, Brittany got me the original Vans. Oh, yeah. oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. Nice. They're very, very cool. And she already has a pair, so. Okay. With twinsies. Gross. <laughs> Gross. No, it's cool. Oh, that was pretty cool. Um, your story about saying grace and Rick Ross reminded me of something. And I don't know if you were there. What I the want to think that your you were. Your story of Rick Ross and saying grace <laughs> reminded me of something. So we both, we met at East Sherman Baptist Church in Sherman. Uh, yes. We used to be on King Street. I don't think it's there anymore. It's not a different street, I think. Uh, who knows? Anyway, who knows? Who knows? Um, if it's not, oh, we just go go to the gym all the time, just break in. Uh, I, I don't so. think I don't think they use that building anymore. Maybe not. I saw JJ Simaday a while back, and he was saying they got a new building, or they're working on a new building, or something. Oh, so that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, um, we got a new basketball court. Exactly. Do you remember? I want to think it was a graduation, but it might have been Thanksgiving. So okay. we we would always have like huge like oh gosh sorry we'd have huge like meals in the gym remember yes okay I vividly remember this and when I my dad remembers it and Corey remembers it but other people don't for okay. some reason I don't know if this is like one of those time miss oh, not missing time but where you link oh, off yeah. where you link off and into another uh, time or whatever Mandela effect yeah the Mandela <laughs> effect and my dad and my brother and I are the only ones that were there. Do you remember at a meal they asked Travis Overturf to pray? Uh, and in front of the entire church, which at the time was like almost 300 people. Okay. He says, 
Everybody, bow your head. So we're all holding hands in a huge circle, like cult-like, okay. in the gym. Okay. And he says, which this was buffet style too, by the way. Remember? The food yes, was all yes, laid yes, out yes, on yes. a huge long table, and you go, and there's plates, and you get your food. Yes. He says, this kid's like, what? Oh, this kid, this kid Travis over here, he's like 16, 17 at the time. Yeah. He says, bear right by your heads, close your eyes. And he says, dear Father God and Holy Ghost, whoever gets there first gets the most. Amen. Let's go of his parents' hands and runs to the line and starts getting food. <laughs> Do you remember that? I vividly I remember, don't remember that. that. But that sounds like that. Travis is married to a girl that I went to school. I mean, we both, me, me and Travis went to school together. Yeah. Um, but he married a girl. He was older than me. Um, he married a girl that I went to school, that I graduated with. Her name was Michael. That's the only thing I remember, like know of Travis at this point. But no, I don't remember that. But that one hundred percent sounds like something. Oh, I vividly that he would say because I laughed so hard. You got any other and, goofy memories from that church? Well, hold on. The pastor, <laughs> the pastor was Brother Roland at the time. So no, no, His that was face. no, that wasn't me then. You weren't uh, there? I don't think I was there yet, no. Yeah, you were. You were there when Brother Roland was the preacher. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, no, I came whenever... Uh, no, you were there when Brother Roland was there. It was when he was getting ready to... Uh, they asked him to step down. You were there, and the people left the church. You were there. Because Darren was the youth minister. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, you were there. But I don't know if you were there for that occasion, but yeah, greatest prayer I've ever heard. Dear Father God and Holy Ghost, I whoever Darren gets there first his gets wife the most. And all the time. I saw Darren at Red Lobster a while back. Uh, they used to come into Starbucks yeah. every day. And uh, when sometimes when I leave the gym, there's this kid that um, I think, if I, if I guess correctly, I'm not going to say his name or anything, but I'm pretty sure that um, his like mom, I'm pretty sure he lives with his mom, and they're like, uh, she's without a car right now, so she sort of struggles getting him back and forth to places all the time. Yeah. So he walk because he, he lives over by Dillingham. Oh. He lives over by Dillingham Intermediate School, which isn't that far of a walk from the gym. You know, it's right over that bridge that goes over 82 over by Popeyes. So it's not a far walk or anything, but sometimes whenever we leave the gym, he asks me for a ride home. And I see he lives like two doors down from uh, Darren and them. Oh. So I'll see huh. Darren outside sitting on the front porch. And I drop the kid off, and I go, what up, Darren? He goes, Aaron? Like, yeah, that's me, man. He goes, see you later. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say the kid's name, because this is, you know what I'm about to say. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Here we go. Because this is the only other story I can think of that was hilarious. I can think of a bunch of stories. Well, I, I remember we were playing Capture the Flag that one time, and everybody got mad, because um, the youth minister at the time, Barbara, was like, we saying we can't sit in doorways. So going to the gym, I would just sit in a chair, like in the middle of that room, yo, with a with a with a big thing of Cheeto balls and just eat Cheeto yeah. balls and tag people yeah. as they ran by. Yo, we effed up the Cheeto balls, <laughs> oh, <I> destroyed <laughs> those, destroyed those things. I love Barbara and everything, yeah. But the church lock-ins when Darren was the youth oh, were awesome. We're awesome because Barbara always tried to make the teams fair when we played capture no. the flag. Darren was like, "Yo, you pick, you pick, whoever the captain is." They got picked. No more changing these teams. <laughs> Do you remember? It was. I think that one of the teams. It was whenever. It was one of the first lock-ins I ever went to. And me and Carl and you and Garrett told like a bunch of people to to show them. There was like eighty of yeah, us. Yeah, it was there. ridiculous. And our capture the flag team was like you, me, Carl, JT, Chase was there, John, Aaron, Fryson, Tevin, Jerry. Uh, this is what I'm getting. This wraps up athletic, to my story. The most athletic capture the flag team against a bunch of non-athletic, very pale, easy to see in the dark white guys. <laughs> you know what I vividly remember this from that lock-in, actually? I remember something from that lock-in. What? I remember whenever JT turned his put his hoodie on because he had a black hoodie and he hid in a hallway. Well, the, the little forum that connect the, ch- the, the church yeah. to the other part of the building. Yeah. And when people would run on the other team, he would just tag them and be like, gotcha. Because no one could see him because he was just hiding in a corner. He was so, so black. He's so dark. You couldn't see anything. So first, this is not the main story I was going to tell, but I remember, not going to say the kid's name, but this kid had earrings. And I was literally Assassin's Creeding, and I got in trouble for this, like running full speed across on the top of the wooden part of the yep, fuse. Yep. And this kid was running with the flag, and I like Brian Dawkins dove off yep, him, tackled yep. him. 
and he starts screaming. So I thought I like hurt him. And when I stood up, there was blood all over the place because I'd ripped his earring yeah. through the bottom of his yeah. ear. Yeah, that same kid pooped his pants. That's what. I, that's a story I was yeah. going to say. But let me get to this yeah. first. Do you remember we had the super athletic oh, wait, team? One second. That night that we had the super athletic team. Do you remember what Carl did to Keith? No. Whenever Keith, <laughs> I think it's the so same Carl's story. Carl's extremely strong. I think it's the same story. <laughs> when Carl and Keith met yep, at turn and quarter, and he knocked Keith off his feet into the wall, into that picture of the, the, the wall. Let me tell this. Let me tell this. So Darren, the youth minister, was like, "Here's you know, what like when you see in movies when it shows like um, it shows a fighting sequence, then you see like." It's basically so. Take the screen, you cut it up into thirds. So you have the first third, second third, third third. Okay. And the wall is on the third third, like the the line, right? And you can see the fighting sequence. Mm-hmm. And you just see someone blast through the the middle wall right there. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. It looked like some over strength human being. <laughs> It looked like Keith got shot in the stomach with a cannon, and his body turned into a U. <laughs> so it flew it to the wall. So, what I'm getting at here was, okay, same story. That's what I was going to say. So Darren, our youth minister, he was on our team, and he's like, so here's what we're going to do. He said, we're going to make a wall. I remember this. You were in the wall. Yeah, and we're yeah. going to run down the hallway, and Kyler's going to be behind us. And if you get tagged, you get tagged. He's going to go find the – because we knew where the flag was at. He's going to find the flag, cover it up, and hide in the gym. Then yep. when we all get yep. out of jail, we'll all come back, get re-tagged all together, and then he'll follow everybody because they got to walk us to jail, and he'll literally walk right by everybody with the flag, Yep, and we'll win. So we're running down this hallway, and the touch of white, there was a picture with them and Brother Rowan, who was the pastor at the time, yep. framed, hanging up on the wall. And we're running full speed down this hallway – and Carl is right in front of me. Good Lord. <laughs> and, and we're running by a room, and Keith steps out of the room. And Carl lowers his shoulder, <laughs> yeah. puts his shoulder yeah. into Keith's chest, plows him over. Keith hits the wall, breaks this Yo, picture. It was the funniest Glass thing. goes all over me, all over Carl. I, did, I only saw the, la- the tail end of it, but it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in the my worst life. Part, the worst part was Carl runs him over. Well, Jerry is in front of me, too. Yep. Jerry tramples him. TJ Ball yep. tramples yep. him. Then I, not realizing what happened, I run over him. This yeah. kid got trampled. <laughs> I mean, it was a, a fun night. There was a, by far, I mean, I've had, so I do a lot of active things. I mean, I play basketball, play football, golf. Uh, when my friend Bryce is in town, so me and Bryce and uh, we'd go out to the Tom Bean Fields or the Sherman Fields. We play baseball. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes at night, uh, when it, well, over the summer when Eli was here, uh, we play tennis. I do a lot of active things. <laughs> I have a lot. I have like a top five <laughs> most <laughs> athletic plays of my life. Number two is easily. Uh, it was a lock in one night. And I think it was whenever Barbara was the youth minister. I'm pretty sure. It was a lock-in night. How Carl got the... It was a glow stick we used as yeah. a flag because we played in the dark. How Carl got this, I'm not sure. And I'm pretty sure Barbara made it to where, like, if you got the flag, you can't hand it off to somebody. Yeah, because... Well, we cheated. I, I broke that rule. Yeah, well, we cheated. Or I made that rule. Well, you know where the, the church is and how it had the back room? And that led up to the to the stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The choir so, practice. Room. Yes. So the flag was hid up on the second level in the church. Carl got to it. Me. It was me. Carl. Jason. Uh, me. Carl. Jason. Jerry. And TJ. We made it to the church without being noticed. I'm laying down in that back room where the choir would get ready, like laying down on a pew. And I can hear the other team like running by. And it's like all five of us in there. And they're just running back and forth looking for people. It gets real quiet. And Carl's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for it. And Carl, we can, they can all see you. You're, you're, you're white your as mayonnaise. You're, you're white as the screen I'm looking at right now. Well, he makes it. So us four, we get up and we like sort of like look around. And we're making sure he has a clear path. Carl up on the second level. Where we used to record the sermons? Yes. Okay. On the second level. TJ's getting chased by three people. So that eliminates three people that could possibly get us. Carl 
takes off to the right, which would be his left, to come back downstairs. Okay? <laughs> He's getting chased. Carl does one of the most athletic things I've seen him do in his life. He puts one hand on one of the pews, hits like a real hard like jab turn step, jumps over the pew, goes up and loops around, jumps down like half the stairs, and says, Aaron, and I'm running across like the, the main floor of the church. And he throws the glow stick, and I run up the stairs, and it's going towards the be my left so his right yeah it's going that way and it's it's a far one it's a real far one it's over by the door the other door that leads to the back room where the choir got yeah where the choir got ready somebody's running to come tag me and to put the, the flag back in in the in the hiding, hiding spot. spot yeah carl throws it you can see this beam of light flashing <laughs> looks like a lightsaber just <laughs> going through the air i run up the stairs and i jump <laughs> snag this thing it's it's um it's whoever girl garrett's girlfriend is at the time i don't know who it was but he's got he had a bunch of yeah she's the one running towards me i catch it and i land and she somehow like she goes for a low tag i step on a window seal Ew. and whenever she reached i jumped over her oh my god ran and just threw it to tevin <laughs> and then tevin ended up winning the game <laughs> Do you remember why that it was rule? Disgusting. Why that rule? We couldn't throw the flag. You remember what happened? No. I bro. I made that rule. I ran. They had it. They had the the uh, flag hidden in a back hymnal in yeah. the corner. So I get it. And I don't remember who all. It was like five people that all cornered me. And I'm in the back, like the very very far back, like the far parking lot we never parked in. Okay. In the in the uh, in the auditorium. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm standing there, and I see Caitlin. Come into the, <clears throat> come into the sanctuary, the auditorium, and I just wave the flag, and she puts her hands up, and she backs up. Remember, because that middle room, that glass room, yeah, was yeah. like where you had to take the flag. Right before I get tagged, I'm falling back. I throw this thing all the way across the auditorium. It hits the top of the door, flips through, goes in, and lands right at her feet in the safe room. And she picks it up, <laughs> and Barbara's like, "Yeah, like, Kyra threw the flag." Like, yeah, we can't do that anymore. Yeah. But they still won. That were remember, good times. What else do I remember? I remember whenever we were also playing Capture the Flag and Keith just ran into a wall because <laughs> Pedro it was dark. ran into a wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just dark. Uh, the funniest thing that happened to me, though, was Travis Overturf was chasing me, and I'm running, and the gym's pitch black. And I run into the gym, and he's behind me, and you have to tag them with your hand. <laughs> I'm running, and I just drop. And he trips over me <laughs> and lands on the gym. <laughs> and I can, hear, I can hear his body go, <gasps> like, like, like like the oxygen leave his body, and then him slide that just squeaking noise across the floor. That's funny. I know this was, the, what we just talked about wasn't a part of like what we were no, going to talk about at all, but I'm about. glad we brought it up. And um, I guess it's time for me to read for Fluxpedic. Fluxpedic.com will flex-pedic.com. Go to their website or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. You'll be linked to their website. You can buy a mattress or a pillow or a mattress topper from them. They got lavender infused. They got charcoal stuff. They got a bunch of stuff. It smells like lavender. means you go to sleep faster and you have a fresh scent to, to, to go to sleep on. Uh, also, they have a 100-night free trial. Basically, if you buy a mattress from them and you don't like it, you can send it back and you get a full refund. And instead of them reselling it, they will donate it to a local charity. And that's all I got for you. Mainly because... That's uh, the next topic here. Well, hold on. If you're really, really sore because you got ran over by Carl Tyndall, <laughs> sleep on a flex pee. you got to work yeah. that soreness out. And uh, that's the only read I got for all you listeners today. Normally, we'd read for... The momentum swing, but... It lost momentum. The momentum swing is no longer a thing. You can elaborate on that. It I lost, have no words. It lost momentum. So, for... Since we've been recording, basically, well, since we've... I mean, the past, like, 20 episodes, we've read for... We've, you know, supported our colleague, Garrett and Brian, their podcast, the Momentum Swing podcast that came out every Friday, a sports podcast. Well, um, they have decided to stop recording and stop putting out episodes. Why exactly? Me and Kyler do not know. We were hoping to have Garrett on this episode to talk about it, but uh, 
I think he's busy. So the only thing about that that bothered me was they didn't tell us. Yeah, nobody told me. Nope. They just stopped uploading. Yep. And I noticed that they'd missed two uploads, but I didn't. I was like, okay, whatever. And then you talked about how they missed an upload, so I figured you saw it. But it was like a month. Yeah. Last episode they uploaded was the Houston Asterix, which was uh, four weeks ago. So over a month ago. Yep. Or almost a month ago. Well, I, I figured that I would reach out to both of them sometime early 2020 and see if they wanted to revamp it or yeah. touch it up. And they, they need to push it better, which I don't even have social media and I push our podcast. Yeah. So just by mouth to ear, just by snapchat just by you know yep other stuff so i don't a little disappointing uh, very disappointing because we had three podcasts now we have two yeah we'll find a third one now we'll find a third one this yeah. is this is a time for this time for us to get mr thomas involved in a podcast yeah he can be our third podcast host somewhere somewhere well we'll, we'll figure something think out we'll of something yeah so um as the uh Real fast, I want to go back to E. Sherman real quick. Okay. Last story. I remember, I'm not going to say the guy's name because I don't want to embarrass him. You know what I'm talking about. We would play in the gym before we uh, would go do uh, our fellowship before we... Yeah, our church yeah, stuff. Before yeah. our church, before the, the story or whatever, not story, but the lesson. And um, we were playing basketball and it started like smelling really, really bad. You know what I'm talking about? Like it would stink and the whole we were playing half court and there was six of us and the whole court stunk. So we all start laughing, like somebody farted, somebody ripped ripped ass hard. Someone did rip ass. So this kid, whenever I I noticed it early on that whenever he moved or when I walked by him, it stunk more on him. So I yeah. was in my head, I'm like, this kid like farted really bad or this kid sharted his pants. Either way, it's very sad. Everybody's laughing. So we then we're like, man, it stinks. Or else move down the other side of the court. This kid knows he pooped his pants. <laughs> yeah. And here's the worst part. The kid lived not next to the church. Yeah, he, he lived 300 feet from the church. Yeah. And he did not go home. Yeah. So anyway, so we walk down the other side of the court. Doesn't stink. Well, here he comes. It starts to stink. And I'm dribbling the ball. And Garrett's guarding me. And I'm driving the basket. And I just stop at my tracks. And Garrett's looking at me, and I pick up my dribble, and I look down on the floor, and there's a turd on the yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, but you remember that. So we're that. like, oh, my God, there's poop on the floor. So then we go and do our lesson, and this kid comes in to the lesson, and he's st- not two minutes. This room <laughs> reeks. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and the youth minister doesn't say anything about it. She just keeps giving the lesson, and I know she smelt it. So then after the fact, we tell her, like, hey – this kid, I think me and Garrett, or Garrett and I did, I'm like, hey, this kid pooped his pants, and I think he's too embarrassed to say anything. So she pulled him aside, and instead of being, I remember, because it was loud, he screamed. Instead of being like, yeah, I had an accident, let me go home, because he lived right next to the church. If I crap my pants, I'm going back to Bell's. I'm going home. I agree. This kid I agree. 300 feet, and whenever the youth minister says something to him, he freaks out and screams at her, but then still doesn't leave. Great story. He pooped his pants at church that's, and didn't leave. Lord, that's just funny. So It's just so funny. My fantasy football was a disaster. I stopped looking at my fantasy football team. I'm not trying to like use this as an excuse. I do this every single year. And it's the last about two or three years, I've really contemplated playing fantasy football. And this year I wasn't going to until Garrett asked me to join. And I was like, yeah, I, I guess. He's like, yeah, I already got five other people. So, so I was like, yeah, I guess. I lose interest. Yeah. I just don't look like I stopped looking at my team and stopped setting my lineups. Like I've had the same lineup for like five weeks or six weeks, like since like week 10 or week nine of the NFL. So like yeah. the last six, seven weeks, I haven't set my lineup at all. So, um, guess who won the, anyway, I got last place. I didn't look at my team. Guess who won our, our, uh, our fantasy league. Who? This guy named Cooper. Uh-huh. His record, there was only six of us, so we all made the playoffs. His record was four and nine, and he was the sixth seed. <laughs> and he, he won the wild card round, the divisional round, or he, he, he won the quarterfinal, the semifinal, and then won in the championship game. So from, from last to first, from worst to first, that's a miracle story. Huh. 
Can you imagine that being la- like? That'd be like the an eight seed in the NBA playoffs with by far the worst record. Like the other eight seed had a much better record, and they win the whole thing. It is like that would never happen. That'd be like a team that went like forty and forty two or something, or like thirty nine and forty three made the playoffs because the records were so like really really high. Like, oh, why am I trying to explain this? The top four seeds in that conference were like really really good, so everybody else's records were probably pretty bad, and they yeah. slipped into the playoffs and then won the whole thing. That's what that's like. That's insane. I don't know how he won. His team wasn't even that good. I don't know how he won. But shout out to Cooper. Congratulations, buddy. Say, I don't know. I I say this every year. I don't think I'm going to play fantasy football next year. Uh, I haven't done it in a long time. Don't. You lose so. it. You First off, you lose. If you're like me, I really don't well, I don't have time to watch the games anymore. Yeah. And then even then when I do watch the games, I'm rooting for players. I'm not rooting for, like, I started guys that played Dallas this year. So as I'm watching the game, I'm like, man, I hope we win, but hope this dude gets in the end zone twice. Yeah. It just changes your perspective of football, and I don't like it. And then I lose interest halfway through the season or two-thirds of the way through the season, and then my team's horrible. And I know Garrett will listen to this. That's an excuse. No, my my team wasn't good, but my team was not bad. There was many weeks I had zero points for guys because I just didn't set my lineups. I had guys – Garrett texted me and said I had, a, I had a guy that had a bye, and I never changed it. So it was a dude that got me zero points one week because he didn't have a game. Damn. So, yeah. I just didn't pay attention. That being said, um, week 17, when you're listening to this, week 17 of the NFL um, regular season is already surpassed. And um, we have our playoffs. We got the teams that are going in and all of our final records. Right now, we're, we're recording this on a Saturday. So they'll start week 17, the last week of this regular season, tomorrow. Then postseason play will commence next week um so who do you think let me just read you the teams for the records right now these will change when you hear this they'll have better records or worse records so in the uh, afc new england 12 and 3 buffalo 10 and 5 they're making the playoffs baltimore 3 and 2 they'll finish 14 and 2 or 13 and 3 houston 10 and 5 and kansas city 11 and 4 who are you taking out of the afc taking new england buffalo Baltimore, Houston, or Kansas City? So, say the teams again. New England, Buffalo, Baltimore, Houston, Kansas City. One, two, three, four, five. Um, there's only five here. Where's who's Who else is trying to get in? T- Tennessee um, and Pittsburgh are the two teams trying to get in. If they both lose and Oakland wins, I think Oakland might be able to get in, but I doubt it. Indianapolis, if they win and both the, all three of those teams lose, they could get in. We'll just go ahead and say Pittsburgh or Tennessee is the okay. sixth seed. New England, taking? New England, Buffalo, Baltimore, Pittsburgh slash Tennessee, Houston, or Kansas City. Who am I taking? In the AFC. I mean, I know who I'm taking. I'm taking New England. Yeah, their offense is not very good, but nope. I'm going to go with New England. I'm just going to take the safe bet. Don't bet against them until they don't make it. Yep. Them or Kansas City is who I'd go with. In the NFC. Green Bay. 12 and 3. Minnesota 10 and 5. New Orleans Saints 12 and 3. The 49ers 12 and 3. The Seahawks 11 and 4. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And we got the poor NFC East. That's either going to be the Eagles or the Cowboys. Yeah. Probably the Eagles. Who are you taking there? I know you're taking there. Just say it. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. You're an idiot. I'm taking. I didn't realize Seattle was 11 and 4. I thought they were better than that. Um, You're going to think I'm an idiot. Not really an idiot. I'm gonna take New Orleans. Okay, I'm gonna take New Orleans. So I got New Orleans and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You have the Patriots and the Packers, which was your pick at the beginning of the year. It was. (laughs) What if you're right? You picked the Packers too. No, you picked the Packers or the Patriots. Man, what if you're right? That's gonna be insane. (laughs) I did. That's gonna be insane. It's going to be insane. Well, that covers our football segment. (laughs) Yeah, that's a power football segment. I have something that we should talk about. You're Just gonna, because uh, we're about 15 minutes away from being done. You're going to hate me. Why? I got to pee so bad. Of course you do. Let me go piss. <laughs> You're giving me a meal. You already peed. I've got to pee so bad. All right, go I for it. I drink this whole Coke. Okay, go for it. You sure? Yeah. You're mad. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> okay. I think it's funny. Start your rant. That's not a rant. Is it about... Uh, go pee. New Year's go pee. resolution? Yep. Start it. Just start talking about it. I can oh. hear you from the bathroom. Okay. New Year's resolutions. Skip it a doop, bop, bee. Shabba doo, bop. 
This is me entertaining the masses. I really don't know what he wants me to rant about, to be honest. So, how'd y'all's, uh, y'all's uh, Christmas go? What are y'all's New Year's plans? Do you got any going to party? Are you going to sit at home and watch the ball drop on TV and good old NYC? Or uh, are you going to be in NYC to watch the ball drop? Do you have any dumb resolutions? If you have one of the resolutions that I'm about to name while Kyler, whenever Kyler gets back in here, um, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I'm not sorry that I called them stupid. And I'm not sorry about my opinion on them. If you do not like it, feel free to message me at any of my social media accounts. And we can have a very articulate debate on New Year's, your New Year's resolution if I name something that you thought was dumb. But once again, I think they're dumb. I think the, the concept of New Year's resolutions are dumb. Kyler's taking forever to piss. Extremely long. Here he comes. And he's back. Can you use that picture for me? Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. Why? Because it's funny. <laughs> it captures it captures your uh, captures your essence. My true moronic self. Yeah. So I was just talking about. Uh, not really even talking about. It. What do you think about New Year's resolutions? You mean to piss people off? I guarantee you're about to say exactly what I said. They're stupid. I just said that. No one, no one keeps. I said them. I, I word for word just. Bathroom, I word so. for word just said I think New Year's resolutions are dumb. No one ever. Keeps and if them. you think uh, your resolution has meaning, you feel free to message me, and we can have a debate about it. But I'm not sorry that I called it dumb. Have you ever kept one? I've I never had any. I had. I've had ones like I'm gonna work out four times a week, dude. That's gone in like. March, like I, you know what? Actually, last year I had, uh, last year I had, last year I had a, I had a, I have a resolution every year, and it's to to travel more, which you've I, done. I've kept that 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 one resolution up because last year went to. Uh, okay, well, starting in 2017, because that's really whenever I started making money to afford to be able to travel places. Went to Tennessee and Arkansas in 2017. Arkansas? Uh, I went to Little Rock because I've never been. I don't know why. No um, to go to Little Rock. Last year, me and you went to Vegas. Yeah, that was cool. And then at the end of the year, I uh, went to Denver. Yeah, I want to go to Denver. And then this year, I went to Chicago. Week later, I went to Destin, Florida. So yeah, that's really You've been in New York, right? Yeah, with Ray. Uh, no, I didn't go with Ray. Oh, that's when I went to Denver last year. Oh, okay. He was gonna go, but he did not. Um. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think New Year's resolutions are dumb. The very stereotypical New Year's resolutions. Yeah, lose weight. Yeah, absolutely lose weight. I'm gonna eat healthier. I'm gonna. Well, I was gonna say gonna like, stop drinking so much. The main ones are. I'm gonna stop doing meth. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's prominent in Santa County. That's a resolution you need to keep. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. Um, no, the uh, that sounds bad coming out of my mouth, but I'm. I can't stress this enough. I'm all for going. You know what? I need to live a healthier lifestyle. That's great. But you're, most people don't do it. So, and the reason I know this is um, Jimmy C. You know who that is? I've talked about him before. Not on the podcast, but I've talked to you about him before. He owns Nautilus over in Denison. This is why I could go into Nautilus all the time for like almost free. You know? Yes. Okay. So, he's the one that got us our membership for like cheap, cheap, cheap. He owns the one in Denison. And um, him and I have talked about that before. And it was last year around this time. I asked him, I said, y'all been busy? He goes, no, but we're about to be. <laughs> and he's the nicest guy in the world. And I laughed. I was like, why? He goes, man, it happens every year. I said, what do you mean? He goes, dude, oh. he said, dude we're going to have over a thousand people in this area. He goes, a thousand people in Sherman, or not Sherman, in Denison, that are going to get gym memberships. He goes, the gym will be packed January, mid-February. He goes, right after Valentine's Day, the normal people that always come in here We'll still be here, and we'll have about half a dozen, about six or seven, maybe ten of those thousands of people. So 1% will continue to go. Yep. Because everybody else is, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore, and they drop it. 
and I've done it. I've I've done that. Where you know what? I'm going to work out this many times a week, and I'm going to do this, that, and the other, and I'm going to run. And I've done that for a couple of years. And you just got to realize that either get serious and keep your resolution, or don't make one at all. Because all right. So here we go. It's just annoying. It's it, it's annoying. With my New Year's resolution, I'm going to be a better person. No, you're not. You're still a piece of shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose weight. I hope I I, I hope you do. I hope you get yeah. healthy and that you live healthy. But most people aren't. Most people are going to keep going to McDonald's like I do, and they'll eat healthy till mid February, hopefully into March, and then you're done. Yeah. Which Brittany's told me that she wants to eat healthier and be healthier, and if that's her New Year's resolution, I'm going to shove that down her. Like we're going to start eat. going to Green Market. I shop there. I think we're going to start doing one of the. I should know this, but I think I'm going to start ordering from one of those places like Blue ship Apron. You, like Blue Apron. Yeah, Blue Apron Solid. That starts shipping you healthy food. Uh, Hello Fresh to, is really good. Yeah, that's Hello what Fresh I was thinking. Really I was going to do Hello Fresh or Blue Apron and learn how to cook as well and make her good dinners, and we're going to eat healthy and work out together. If hopefully. you had to guess what the top 10 most common, this is what I'm going to do to start the New Year resolution is. Like, top 10 New Year's resolutions, what do you think they are? As of what year? Like, when was this published? Uh, this was published. <sighs> Last year. Okay. Um, lose weight, workout. Uh, uh, lose weight, exercise more. I'll count that as a uh, workout, yes. Um, use my phone less. Uh, use technology less. No. Read? Yes, read more. That's, That's number what 10. I meant was read. But read more is number 10. Um, these are very, very obvious probably. Um Recycle. I don't know. No, not recycle. No, no. What are the other seven? The other seven. So in order, it goes, number one is exercise more. Yep. Number two is lose weight. Yep. Which I think those go in the same boat yeah. almost. Probably drink less, to be honest. Um, number three is get organized. Yeah, I can feel that one. <laughs> number four is pick up a new skill or hobby. Okay. Five, live life to the fullest. What's that mean? Don't, I guess, go out of your comfort zone more. Travel. No. Maybe. It's just go out of your comfort zone. Do stuff no, you don't normally uh, do. Number six is save more money and spend less money. I, yeah, I could have figured that one out. Seven, quit smoking. Eight, spend more time with family and friends. Nine, travel more. Ten, read more. How many of those are people going to keep? Um, so the, ones that, the ones that are easy to keep are like, my dad's done this. Put a book next to your bed. Yeah. I know it sounds stupid. You'll eventually pick it up. Yeah. Put a book next to your I bed. Think, you can read more. So... Half of these things on here it aren't would never be New Year's resolutions for me because I do them often. You don't like, read? I actually read. I've, you I can't read. I read like four books this year. You're like four, uh, but you I just don't. Read. I don't like to read. It's not that I don't want to. It's just I don't like to. I. It's not my thing. I just don't like to read. Uh, reading in English was my best course in school. Like yeah, throughout too. the whole thing. That but, math. Uh. So get organized. Get organized. I'm extremely organized already. I like to have like it's organized to me. It might look like very like disorganized to other people, but like I know where it's at. Um, learn a new skill or hobby. Two weeks ago, we were recording. I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube in a minute. <laughs> I I do that all the time I anyway. Need to figure that one out. Uh, travel more i've been doing that for years now i'd like to do that i'd like to go a couple places a year uh live life to the fullest i'm i mean this year what have, what have i done this year at 24 25 i had a decent job uh at starbucks uh i count this as living life to the fullest because a lot of people uh, whenever you know they when uh, they talk about living life to the fullest I'm like, well what do you want to do with your life and they're like well i really want it to be a you know, a model or something like that, but they never did it. That's what comes to your head's a model. I don't know. I wonder. An oh, engineer, whatever. But a they never player. They never did it. They never tried because they were so comfortable in what they were doing. I had a perfectly decent job at Starbucks. Worked there for four years. Uh, made good money, but was like I'll be twenty five this year. I don't want to work at Starbucks for the rest of my life. Yeah, I can't do of it. course not. So, without having clientele at first. I up and quit Starbucks. Started making money doing film stuff. And now I have a growing podcast. Everything's moving in the right direction. I think yeah. 2019 was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, save more money, spend less money. Um, I don't believe in that one because I have a unhealthy obsession with spending money, but I have a healthy obsession with making it. 
<laughs> what are you, Connor? That's a Connor yeah, that's quote. Connor. That's a Connor quote, yeah. Um, quit smoking. Don't smoke. Um, spend more time with family and friends. Um, I spend a lot of time with family, so. I don't think. And I spend time with the friends I want to spend time with, so. I don't really do either of those, but at the same time, I guess I do. Um, read more? No, I don't need to read anything. And, uh, yeah, learn new skill and hobbies. Get organized, yeah. I'm solid. I do all this stuff every day. The one that, like, <laughs> the one that I think is kind of funny is get organized because if you ask Britain. Like yesterday. I learned how to tear a card in half and then put it back together yesterday. Tear what? A card, like a magic trick. Really? Rick, I can have you draw a card. You'll pick it. I'll tear it in half. Then I'll put it back in my mouth, and I'll pull it out, and it's back together again. Ew. I learned how to do that yesterday. What are you, David Blaine? <laughs> so I'm good on learning new skills and hobbies. Like the whole get organized thing. If you ask Brittany, our house is not organized. But for some reason, she'll be like, hey, even her stuff. Hey, where's my main ones or hairbrush? Where's my hairbrush? Where's this? Where's that? Oh, I find it in like 10 seconds. <laughs> I yeah. know where every... I have everything unorganized, but organized to me. I know where everything is at in our house. Yeah, I just... It's I, a weird. It's a... Like it's a, my organization. It's not like a messy, disorganized, organized. It's very put up and stuff like that. But like conventional places where you would keep certain things, I don't keep them there because I, I to me, I use them for what's what do I use the most? So my phone and my MacBook. It's what I use the most. So everything that's around that is closer to me. So normal people have a lamp and stuff on their bedside and everything, which I do, but they have like, you know, their phone charger or anything like that. No, I have my MacBook, my MacBook charger, phone stuff, uh, camera stuff, all that's right there because that's what I come in contact with the most. Uh, my Rubik's Cube is on there too because I, I do that at night before I go to bed. Uh, I'm trying to get it within 30 seconds. Just That'd be pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, New Year's resolutions are stupid. Oh, you're, you're talking about putting stuff in organized places, like what organized to you? Yes. You know something genius? I think Brittany did this by accident, but I've started putting it back there, and it's been staying there. Guess where I put the deodorant? Where? On the nightstand. Oh, that makes sense. Because you get out of the shower. I said shower aware. You get, shower, you get out of the shower. You get out of the shower, and you dry off, and then you walk in your room to get clothes. Yeah. This has happened to me a billion times. And you're like, crap, I forgot deodorant. So you got to turn right back around and walk in the bathroom. Yeah. I walk in the bedroom and the, and the, the uh, deodorant's I keep my, on the nightstand. I keep my toothpaste and my uh, my, uh, my uh, toothbrush in the shower. That's where I brush That's my teeth. That's smart. I used to do that. But <laughs> I don't do it anymore. I have them hanging up on a little thing. I'm not knocking New Year's resolutions. I am. They're done. I'm saying, like, if, if you want to do that and you're going to actually do it and change your lifestyle, that's awesome. My hat, I, I don't. But I don't, go through let it. Let me tell me get my hat back on. Oh, I just dropped my hat. Put my hat back on here. Hats off to you. Oh, if Jesus. you do that, that's amazing. If you want to make a huge change in your life and the new year is going to allow you to do that, that's great. 1% of people are going to do that. I found a thing on here. Nobody so else is going to do it. This website that I read that on, it um, basically tells you how to, gives you notes on what to, to do to do these resolutions. So like number one is mentally prepare for change. Basically, as you start thinking about changes that you want to implement, make sure you do the following. Stay positive. Try not, uh, try not to make big, quick changes. Sh the change should be gradual. Build on smaller changes first and allow a little room for error. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, I do like this, this, uh, this piece of advice it says. It says break up your bigger goals into smaller goals. And complete that, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, like, this one says, you have to chunk up this big, crazy feat into smaller, more management accomplishments. Um, so, if you wanted to... Uh, so, it says, a lot of us tend to be over-eager. And granted, those when it comes to resolutions. We have the best of intentions and may accidentally take on a goal that is too big to achieve. Thus, it's helpful to divide a big goal into smaller goals. Let that me, are more achievable. So let me say this. At, uh, it's, it's like on that. So mine before has been, I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. 
Well, that's not going to happen. Start off with like once a week. Start off with twice a week. Yeah, I'm going to go for two hours a week. Then in my free time, when I have free time, instead of sitting on the couch and watching TV and eat potato chips, I'm going to go to the gym. Well, now you're there three times, four times. Then it becomes a schedule, and you're doing it consistently because you're already going to be there for two hours if you're keeping your New Year's resolution. Yeah. Then you're there on your free time. Well, now you're there four hours, five hours a week. There's your five days. Yep. Break it down into small goals. Let's say you're the leader of an alien race. Okay. And your resolution for 2020 is to capture the planet Earth. Okay. That's a huge goal. You just can't tell your intergalactic fleet of spaceships, take over planet Earth, and expect success. That means they have to chunk up this big, crazy feat into smaller, more manageable accomplishments. So first, claim New York City. Two, Sack the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. <laughs> then, dominate the eastern seaboard. Capture the United States of America, and then occupy North America. You break it down. Or you can break... <laughs> similarly, you can break up your your year-long resolution into weekly or monthly goals and have tasks planned for each month. January, North America. <laughs> okay. March, South America. I get where you're going. May, European. July, Asia. September, Taking over the brotherhood. <laughs> the brotherhood. Africa. Africa. <laughs> no, but like... That's pretty funny. Or write down your goals. It's a good one. Um, it, it also helps if you have someone there to help you and keep you accountable. Uh, that's like what I it says right here. It says, uh, oh, really? share your resolutions with others. Like I told you, Brittany told me the other day that hers was to lose weight and eat better. Yep. So if I'm there to... I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen where I can cook for her because that's nice to begin with. She deserves that. But also, it'd be cool. There's me learning a new skill. I can cook. So if I'm paying $40 a month for Blue Apron or um, what's the other one called? HelloFresh. HelloFresh or something like that. Tons of them. And I'm getting like 12 meals. Well, now that's 12 meals that I'm cooking at home that are extremely healthy and they're better for you. And then then twice a week, if my New Year's resolution is, hey, I want to... I want to work out. Well, now I'm dragging her to the gym with me, or she's dragging me to the gym. We're in better shape, and there we're building on each other's New Year's resolutions, and we're helping each other out. Yeah, I think overall, yes, I think they are dumb it, because most people don't keep them. One yeah, percent exactly, people yeah. keep them. If if 100 percent people kept them, I bet that's awesome. But it's not. It's I think stupid. this is fantastic. This last piece of advice from this website, and then we can get to the outro. Peace out. It says, if you fall off track, get back on quick. Quit. So, and no, it says get back on quick. <laughs> get it back on quick. So, like, instead of, say, like, one of your resolutions is to go to the gym, you know, three times a week. Yeah. And you start off very strong. You start, you know, the first five weeks of the new year. You're at the gym three times a week. You're super on schedule. But then something happens and you miss a day. And you're like, well, I'll make it up. So I'll make it up next week. Don't do that. Make it up that week. Yeah. Make it up as soon as you can because the longer you put it off, the less you'll want to do it whenever you said you, you know, you're going to put it – get back on track. I like that one. That's pretty good. You know what my New Year's resolution is? What? Be less white. You know what my New Year's resolution is? What? Me and you. Streamy Awards. Oh. 2020. That'd be cool. Win a pop best podcast. Win a podcast award. That'd be cool. Mine's to be less white. Okay. Like, what's up, brother? I'm a whole lot black power. Signs okay, all the Kendall. time. My dad. So, me too. That's my goal. <laughs> soul, that's why soul brethren. Some other people. What's up, soul brethren? Add some white in there. Well, um, Mr. Aaron, where can they find all of our amazing viewers in 2019 and the many more that are going to come in 2020? Where can they find you, the podcast, and um, iFilm Cinema? Yeah. So, um, you can follow me personally at iFilm Aaron on Instagram, iFilm Aaron 15 on Twitter. You can follow this podcast, the Not Your Normal Podcast, on Instagram at Not Your Normal Podcast and on Twitter at Not Your Normal P2. That's a capital P and the number two. You can also follow me and Kyler's other podcast that we host, the Academy of Conspiracy, on Instagram at Twitter at Academy of Conspiracy Podcast. And you can follow iFilm Cinemas at iFilm Cinema, literally on Twitter and Instagram. And the beginning of the year... If you need any of these links, they'll all be on ifilmcinemas.com where we have Got a little website. info, little info about me and Kyler and Nick and we'll have the shop open to get some merch. We'll have clippets from uh from the podcast and listen to get you a little taste of it. And uh what else is on that website? I have I haven't finished it yet, but by the time you by the time you listen to this, it'll be uh done and 
almost be out for consumption. And also uh, in early 2020, YouTube. Early 2020, YouTube. Yep, start recording these. So, uh, I think that's... I did iPhone Cinema, Not Your Normal, Maya, and this podcast. Website. Uh, and the website, yeah. So R.I.P. to the Momentum Swing. R.I.P. to the Momentum Swing. Hopefully, we'll get a sports podcast going. We'll get that revamp. Sometime in 2020, early 2020. But... That's my segment. I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast. I know we started at the end of the year, but you still listen. still counts. I want to wish you all a happy new year. And if you have a resolution, uh, keep up with it. Because if not, we were definitely talking about you. (laughs) But no, thank you for all the listens, all the streams, all all the feedback, all all the people that walked up to to me or Kyler and said, uh, hey, we like your podcast out in person. We appreciate it. And uh, we got some some cool things coming in 2020. Kyler, I'll pass it off to you. All right. Well, you can find me on Snapchat at KylerDurham21. I post links on my story uh, to the podcast for the AOC and the Not Your Normal Podcast. You can also uh, donate to the podcast at patreon.com slash notyournormalpodcast. Uh, we got three tiers. We got the average tier, which is $5. We got the spooky tier for the AOC, which is $6. And we got the normal tier, which is $7. Bang, bang, bang. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. And um, thank you for all the listens in 2019. 2020 is going to be even better. We got more stuff coming y'all's way. Like Aaron said, the website, YouTube, we'll start recording these. Um, It's going to be great. My New Year's resolution, like I said, got to be less white. So uh, thanks for listening this year. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate all of y'all. And peace out, my soul brothers. Wakanda forever.